wish I had realized that family history is a perishable commodity. It disappears with time, as memories fade, and as loved ones pass on. I wish I had known that the most important aspect of family history is preserving a record of the present for the future. Do me a favor. I want you to think about your parents for a moment. Their names, middle names, birthdays. You probably know all that info. You can see their faces. Do you know the stories that made them? The history they lived and created? Now, what about your grandparents? That's four people in a typical family tree. What about their names? Birthdays, faces, stories, history? Okay, now this one is going to be tougher. What about your great-grandparents? Because that's like eight people. Yep, they had faces, I hope. Uh, Names, stories of their own. What do you know about your great-grandparents? What stories have been handed down to you? What histories do you know? Dare I even go to your 16 great-great-grandparents or your 32 great-great-greats? Now, jumping all the way down the line or, I don't know, up, however you want to look at it, uh, you have 1,024 eighth great-grandparents. It took a lot of people just to make little old you. You are the central point for all of these people, uniquely you. Well, you and your siblings. And then if you have kids, the tree begins to branch out again kind of cool that each one of us is that pinnacle, that central point, like the middle of an hourglass or the trunk of a tree. What about your histories, your stories, your very unique moments in time? You have stories to tell. We all have stories to tell. We're all full of it. Them. Stories. You have places where you stood. My name is Holly Kaur, and this is Where They Stood, a podcast dedicated to local family histories buried deep and not so deep in our familial roots. These stories tell of different times and struggles, but rest assured, these histories also show us the similarities as well. In this podcast, I will dive deep into some family trees, but also share some interesting stories and some morbidly amazing tales as well. Not all of these stories are completely buried, though. Some of these stories are more recent, still hanging from the branches. Now, there's something I think I need to clarify. This podcast is not about genealogy and how to research families, although I will talk about it. It's also not true crime. I'm not a detective, and I don't even like mysteries. I have to know how things ended. So... Even though this podcast will include true crime, I don't consider it to be a true crime podcast. That's not me. I am not what they call a murderino, even though I do enjoy true crime sometimes. All right. The gist is that I love to work on family trees and uncovering stories buried really deep, sometimes not so deep. And I love the following quote about genealogists. We are the chosen. In each family, there is one who seems called to find the ancestors, to put flesh on their bones and make them alive again, to tell the family story and feel that somehow they know and approve. 
Doing genealogy is not a cold gathering of facts, but instead breathing life into all who have gone before. We are the storytellers of the tribe. So here I am, one of the storytellers of my tribe, and other people's tribes too, sharing some of the stories I've discovered, and stories I have heard, and stories I have lived. I come from a long line of dead people, but I didn't grow up in a typical family tree like I just talked about. There are extra limbs added and subtracted with blended families, adoptions, second marriages, and my family tree has roots all over the state of Michigan and in some other states in the Midwest as well. I'm located in the greater Lansing area and have lived here my whole life, except for those 10 years I lived in Charlotte, which is about 20 minutes south of Lansing. Season one of this podcast will focus a lot in Charlotte. I mean, that's where I grew up. That's where I heard a lot of the stories that I'm going to present to you. A season two might focus more on other places I have lived or stood. I'm married with three children, all still in grade school at this point. I was born in the late 70s, grew up in the 80s, and became 18 in the 90s. So I am Generation X. I attended Central Michigan University and am fired up forever. I graduated with a degree in broadcasting and cinematic arts with a minor in English way back in 1998. That might sound like I know what I'm doing. Yo, I don't. Okay, when I went to Central Michigan in the mid-90s, it was all about um, splicing things physically and putting them together. I swear to you, as soon as I graduated, everything went digital and there went my degree. But um, I'm trying to catch up with all of this uh, tech stuff, and I do have a 13-year-old boy who built himself a computer. You will hear this computer fan go on and off as we try to figure out the best place for me to do these podcast recordings. Right now, I'm literally sitting at his desk in his bedroom, (laughs) and there's a fish tank and a microphone and this giant computer that the fans... God, the fans... Okay. Anyways, um, going back to my history, uh, I wanted to write and produce documentaries. My dream job was working for A&E and producing episodes for biography. But for many reasons, I stayed local and never worked in my profession. In my 20s, I lived in the Detroit area, worked at Ford and a coupon printing company. I married someone from my hometown in 2008 and relocated back there where we have raised our family. I was a substitute teacher for a while and mostly stayed at home with our kids. In 2016, I started my own little cleaning business and this would become the catalyst for writing, writing, and more writing. Those hours while I cleaned, I was writing. Well, like I wasn't actually writing, but I was writing stories in my head. And then when I would get the time, I would try to sit down and type them out. Times have slowed down a bit with all three of my kids in school. So now it seems I may have found the perfect creative outlet to share these stories with you in the form of this podcast. So what I'm really saying is that I just didn't want to start a podcast. I needed a place to be creative and the podcast came second. The stories came first. This is all so brand new, like November 2022 brand new. I was uh, talking some local true crime with a friend, you know, in the elementary school parking lot, because that's a good place to do it. And she mentioned the So Dead podcast with Jen Carpenter. I was clueless. 
See, while I'm cleaning, I'll spend part of my time crafting a story of some sort and the other part listening to books on Audible or Hoopla. Absolute madness that I wasn't listening to podcasts because there's so many out there. This friend of mine sent me a link a little bit later and I was off. Like I was, I had to listen to every single episode of So Dead. But I'm not the person that can just listen to these stories, okay? I have to go there. I've always been this way. I read, sorry, I've read all the Little House books and then some biographies on Laura Ingalls Wilder. Then I had to go there. So I did in my 20s. I was obsessed with Buddy Holly's music as a teen. And so I went to the crash site. I've been to Dealey Plaza. And I love presidential history. And actually, I have a president passport. So every time I go to a presidential library or museum, I get the passport stamped. So when I started listening to So Dead, which is now called Violent Ends, I started driving to some of these local places or looking them up online. No, not trespassing, okay? See, I just have to see where these freak show stories took place. I have to see where they stood. But those stories I listened to always made me think of my own stories or stories told me. I just had so many stories of my own. I started to rewrite some of them to send to Jen when my husband casually said, you should do it. Do your own podcast. Then my childhood friend Becky, you'll get to meet her in season one, said, you did the work. You should. Oh, and here's a logo for you. (laughs) And just like that, I started down this pain in the butt journey of becoming a podcaster. Oh, and there is another piece to this podcast I haven't mentioned yet. My husband is a metal detectorist. Yes, that's right. He's one of those amazingly cool guys who walks around beaches and parks swinging his metal detector around. But before you draw a negative conclusion on his hobby, he's also the guy who will help you find your wedding ring out of the goodness of his heart. I think he's up to like 10 or 15 rings he's found for people, including his own that had been missing for eight years. Yeah, he found his own wedding ring. Anyway, he is on board to help me and to add a new dimension to these stories. I metaphorically dig up the past and he literally digs up the past. So this is all going to be trial and probably lots of error for me. I'm still figuring out so much of this stuff and it's going to be trial by fire instead of perfection from the start. So I guess lots of room to grow. Also, to share stories from the past can be tricky, especially if that past is only a few years old. So if you like doing weird things like studying census records, poring over land ownership maps, bugging people down at the local genealogy office, I think I'm describing just myself, um, you'll love this podcast, I hope. And if you want to hear a good story full of tragedy and hope, I hope you like this podcast. This season promises to be intriguing. Murder, love triangles, tornadoes, girl brides, and a few ghost stories sprinkled in between. If you have a story to share about your family tree, if you have some family tree mysteries, please contact me. I'll see what I can do. Also, if you live in an ancestral home built by your grandparents or great-grandparents, oh, hit me up. 
Shoot, if your house is just old as crap, I want to hear from you too. One last thing. I try to keep my language pretty tame, but I truly do appreciate a well-placed swear word. So, hang on to your hats, dear listeners, and join me for all the misadventures of Where They Stood. (laughs) 